0: Hello and welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. At Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. I am Eric Guy, Chief Victory Officer at the Center for Victory. Um, my guest, Jen Christman, President of Vet Advisor, not only President of Vet Advisor, but a dear, dear friend. Um, we've been talking this month uh about wonder women and that we're, we're you're kind of starting us off with that jen so i'm really excited to to have you here um could you give us a little bit about your background we're we're kind of titling this courtroom to boardroom um, <laughs> but give us a little bit about your background and how you got to where you were at and then we'll, we'll talk about some other things here
1: okay great thanks eric so where, how I got to where I'm at. Um, definitely a long and windy uh, twist and turn journey, for sure. Uh, I, I came out of uh, high school and really didn't know exactly what it was that I wanted to do. Um, and so I decided that it was really important that I look at uh, taking a break for a little bit of time just to kind of find myself, figure out where I wanted to go, uh, and I actually went to college uh, a little bit later in the in my journey and worked in a number of jobs in the interim. Uh, and I was still kind of lost even through, you know, through it all. I still didn't really know where my fit, my true fit was. So I decided that uh, I really wanted to take a look at um, doing doing some soul searching and really taking a look at social work as my background. Um, interestingly, though, I started with education thinking that, uh, education was going to be that, that niche that I wanted to, to explore, but pretty quickly I, I found myself, uh, not wanting to, uh, be in a classroom all day long, uh, but I knew I wanted to help people. So I ended up, uh, looking at social work as my, as my career, uh, and it, it was also a very interesting journey because I, I didn't think I would end up where I'm at. Uh, went through quite a number of uh, iterations and placements to look at what was the right fit. Uh, I ended up um, throughout that journey. Uh, one of the things I know we're going to talk a little bit more about. It was a difficult journey to kind of get to where I wanted to be because I was a single mom during a period of that time, and really thought maybe my focus should be more on raising my child and less on pursuing a career, but thankfully I was able to do both. So so, um, this session is titled From Courtroom to Wardroom, and it really started out as me doing victim advocacy work, uh, particularly with domestic violence and sexual assault victims. And I had a lot of individuals say to me, Wow, that's really tough work. That's really hard, deep work. And they were right; it absolutely was uh, and is uh, tough, deep work. But I found a lot of um, a, a lot of enjoyment and satisfaction in knowing that I was making a difference in other people's lives. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you're we're we're kind of the same soul because we started we we both started in social work and I think we both heard that same thing, Jen. And for you, even, um, you know, being a single mom, going an, a non traditional path to have like a business career, um, I'm sure you heard a lot of things of, hey, don't do that, it's really not a career. Why don't you get a real job? <laughs> Those kind of things, right?
1: Absolutely, I heard that more than once, and and more than uh, one articulated in more than one way. Uh, I think the most interesting piece to me, and almost sort of offensive piece to me in some components, when people would say, "Why would you want to do social work? You'll never make any money." Uh, That was that was one of the things that I heard from almost everyone. Why would you invest all that time in education to come out and do something that's never going to be Rewarding in the financial sense, and my my uh, uh, you know my reply back was always it may not be rewarding financially, but it's it, it fulfills me. It fulfills me as a person, and is is what I need to focus on and do to give back to me. And I think if you find an area that you're very passionate about, uh, and don't worry about making the big dollars the The money tends to, in my, especially in my circumstance, tends to to be able to fulfill you and sustain you for what you need.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now, so give give a little plug for Vet Advisor because it's it's really cool. I mean, you just started with a very skeleton crew, and you're you're about two hundred employees now.
1: Right, we are. Uh, so I I just want to kind of back up a little bit because we started as the Vet Advisor model and. That looks at uh, predominantly working with uh, veterans, military, uh, guard reservists, and their family members and uh, caregivers. So we really take that holistic approach when working with individuals. We look at five key areas. Uh, We look at everything from behavioral health to wellness to finance to careers to what we call navigational advocacy or care coordination. Uh, Because we realize that when someone comes in to, to work with us, Uh, And and we use technology and people to get to drive outcomes. So when someone comes in to work with us, uh, we assess their needs. And we realize that a lot of times because of the stigma of reaching out and seeking uh, support, particularly mental health support, the problem is never really the problem when they come in um, and start working with us. So we really engage them, um, pair them with an individual who they can feel very comfortable and build a relationship with. And then our, our purpose, our whole mission is to improve the, the quality of the lives of the individuals we are working with. We want them to be happy, healthy, productive in their, in their lives, whatever that journey might be. Uh, and we're really proud that we've, we're morphing right now as we speak from that advisor to my advisor. So we're taking out the parallels that we learned in the veteran community because we've been doing that work. As you mentioned, we started about 12 years ago, and we started with six of us, and now we're we're close to 200 in our division alone. Uh, so we're taking those parallels that we learned and applying them across any vulnerable population or any population who, by their sh- sheer nature, is serv- are serving other other individuals. So we're going to look at um, working with firefighters, EMTs, first responders, educators it really can be anyone that has a need and and has a, 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 an opportunity for um maybe a challenge overcoming a challenge that they might be facing
0: good yeah and then a little bit about um you know let's go back to uh what you said you know that you were a single mom through this period right and, and that's why I want you on. I want, to he- I want people to have hope because you give a lot of hope to people in, in your work and, and just looking back in your life. And you're very humble about that. But I, w- I want you to share because we have people listening and watching this. What were the challenges you had for being a single mom during that time and really making a great career? Because that's what you did. That's what you've done and you're continuing to do that. But what were some of those challenges and how did you deal with them?
1: Well, I'm, again, I think I'm very fortunate in the fact that I have a lot of great people around me. I think the biggest thing that I did is ask for help, Um, knowing that uh, I had goals and aspirations for a career um, beyond the home, because I, you know, I do really think that uh, we as parents, look at uh, having that as a a a full-time job so we're we're juggling many many things many priorities many um where should i be the the struggles are definitely real um missing any type of performance was always a was always a challenge for me Um, i would just say ask for help don't be afraid to ask for help don't be afraid to take time for yourself Uh, because it's really important to recharge you and look at you in order to, to juggle all those balls. Um, Parenting isn't easy as all, as all of us know, but it's the most rewarding, rewarding thing that uh, I've ever done um, beyond any, you know, any career I've ever been in or any journey that I've ever had. Uh, It's always been the center of who I am is, is being a a parent. And as a single mom, it is vital that you know your resources, ask for help. And if you don't have help, um, if you don't have help around you, let's say if you don't have family that live around you, uh, I was very fortunate. I'll give you a a prime example of where um, I became creative in terms of the the support that I asked for. um, I had to take classes in the evening to get my bachelor's degree. And I was a single mom and, um the daycare that I actually took my son Logan to, um they closed at five o'clock. So it became very much a challenge for me for me to figure out how I was going to uh get him to uh get him somewhere while I was in class. Well, uh, uh fortunately, uh the daycare provider uh offered to take take him take him home with her so that I could attend class and then I could pick him up after, um, the, you know, just things like that, where you have to be very resourceful. You have to be very creative and you have to, you have to cut yourself a break too. I think that's the most important thing. We get so overwhelmed and all of the, I've got to do this, 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 and this, um, sometimes you're, you're going to make mistakes. You're, you know, you're never going to, no one's ever perfect at parenting, but just you know knowing that you're trying, giving your best, trying to juggle all of those responsibilities, um, just believe in yourself, um, nurture your relationship with your with your child and and it it and ask for help. I think those are the real real important components of of being a single mom, and uh, I know it was um, in certain times difficult when i had to you know i'd miss something i try always to to be home for those critical events but i recall one one uh, evening where it, there was a choral performance that i was stuck in san antonio and the what, the weather here was bad so therefore i couldn't get back and my son said to me mom you are always here for everything and he's like i know i can always count on you so don't beat yourself up when things don't go perfectly.
0: Yeah. And just a little uh, extra here to, to tell our, our viewers and, and listeners, you know, your guy's in his first year of law school, so he's doing pretty well, you know, with, with all that you gave him. And, and he's really going out and chasing his dreams just the same way you model for, for him. Um, last kind of concept that I wanted to go over, Jen, you mentioned you hit on it a little bit you know, and I know I have, and that's why I want you to speak to, to our listeners as well, is this whole idea, you know, one of our core values is soar with eagles, right? Mm -hmm. Get above, and we say, you know, don't, don't deal with pigeons, because pigeons crap all and everything. You've, we, you heard a lot, I heard a lot with that social work degree coming out, hey, you're, um, you know, once I got over the hurdle of, hearing hey look you need a real job then I heard well you can't make it in business with a social work degree so it was like you know <laughs> I was stuck I was like stuck but I, I did find myself that's where we you know we met in, in kind of and uh, in, in I would call it an eagle group um, but speak to that and not listening to those those pigeons especially as a as a woman right <laughs> and as a leader right who were and maybe even maybe and tell us who those eagles were for you, but how did you avoid those folks and where did you find yourself going to to get the support that you needed so people would would get on board and encourage you with the ideas that you had?
1: So I am really blessed that I've always had uh, someone in my life that has been in a supervisory capacity that is seen in me the potential that I didn't always see in myself, uh, and that has been uh, my initial out of the out of college. I started right away uh, with a victim services group, as I mentioned, um, and, and was surrounded by a lot of strong women who were doing the work. Uh, generally, uh, what you'll see in the social work profession, and I'm hoping that we're continuing to have that decrease is, it, it's a, a female dominated profession as, as a whole. Uh, so I had some really strong female, um, mentors out of the gate that taught me that you could, you could push, um, you could push yourself, push you know, outside of your comfort zone. And then I quickly went to, uh, where I started working with the military, um, and the woman that was my the woman that was my um my my boss um was was much more than a boss uh she was a a mentor a friend someone i really uh, could count on to to guide me in a path where i was providing one-to-one services and and then i became this individual who was supervising victim advocates at military installations across the, across the country, who I wasn't face-to-face with. So it was a real kind of eye-opener to me to say, ah, oh, wow, this is going to be really new and outside of my comfort zone. And she believed in me and said, hey, listen, you, you, you have the background. I think you could be really, this could be a really good career for you. Uh, and so it went really, really well. And as, as government contracts often do, um, the one that the, the contract I was working on ended. And once that ended, it was like, what's next for me? And she then said, okay, we have this position and it's going to be doing work, um, over the phone. So we're, you're going to be managing contact centers. And we're actually going to have to put you in a role as a senior business analyst. And I was like, Whoa, what? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a social worker. I'm not a, I'm not a senior business analyst. It, it she's like, Hey, trust me. So, so I did trust her. You know, I did, I was, I trusted her. I went with it and that's how I met my current boss, uh, our CEO who I've been through a long journey with and I can't say enough about his belief in me uh, has been able to take me to, um, to new levels to push myself. Uh, a few years ago, we we did an article for uh, the Wall Street Journal, and it was about pushing people outside their comfort zone. And, and again, back to the business aspects, he decided and, and said to me one day, Okay, you're ready. You're going to manage your your P and L, and I'm like, uh, you know, finance. The financial management was the only class I got to be in, and and that was by the skin of my teeth. <laughs> so, so I think their belief um, has always just really pushed me to want to do better, be better. Uh, but I'd be remiss in saying that my family doesn't drive me to uh, want to do um, great things my, my dad uh, is a business owner has always been a business owner a small very small business always been that hardworking driving uh, ethics uh, in terms of you know his his resolve and his people the way he treats people I knew that I knew that's what I wanted to do and that's how I wanted to be in business um, of course my husband uh, believes in me, supports me more than more than I, I could ever ask. I surround myself with great, great colleagues day in and day out. They're they're the real reason I, I've gotten to where I am right now. And of course, you know, my son has been there through thick and thin uh, with me, uh, good, bad, hard times when you know we were we were uh, scrambling to find ramen noodles to to eat. I mean, the struggle was definitely real. And and um, to this day, he, he, we ate so much macaroni and cheese. He, he doesn't like macaroni and cheese. But, uh, you know, how you eat something so much, you just get a have an aversion to it. But just the belief of, of those around you uh, um, can, I think, cause you to believe in yourself, see yourself, push yourself outside of that comfort zone. And that's so uh, important. and moving away from the naysayers you always find naysayers no matter where you go you'll you'll find those people that say you can't do that you, why would you do that uh, block them out uh, it's just it's it's kind of you know what your journey is or you were planning your journey look at the positive aspects even when times are hard don't focus on the hard focus on the what's next how can we move forward how can we get a you know get ahead and and really meet the needs of of what you find that drives you is 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 important so soaring with those eagles critical critical for success both personal and professional because you'll find people personally that uh, also uh, it's not just professionally that you're not soaring with eagles it's it's personally um, why you know why are you moving there why you know why would you choose that house why would you you know it's just you just got to know that in your mind, those people around you, listen to their feedback and, and block out the negativity.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a lot of great tips that you gave us. I'm going <laughs> to if you were mm-hmm. to sum this up and just give us three or four bullet points, especially speaking to women that might have, be in the situation that you were once in, I really want you to speak to them right now. What what three or four tips would you give them to say, hey, look, just this is what you should do.
1: Okay, uh, let me let me think one second through that. I would say the first and foremost, take each day one day at a time. The big picture sometimes can get very overwhelming um, when you're when you're thinking I have to do this and this and this and this. So take take each day one day at a time. Get it. it plan each day one day at a time where you can i mean obviously there you don't always have that luxury but um don't get you know don't sweat the small stuff i mean i know that's very cliche but it's so very true especially as a single mom um if you're eating cereal for for dinner one night it you're doesn't make you a bad mom don't don't sweat the small stuff that's really important and where you can um Surround yourself with really uh, just caring individuals, uh, r- really also critically important. If you don't have family around, build relationships in the community, maybe with other other single mothers or other um, just other people in the community that, that you can support and they can support you that give and take. And my biggest thing, no matter who you are, whether you're a single mom or you're a um you know is is be kind be kind to yourself be kind to those around you and and just know that everybody has something that they're 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 thinking about or is weighing on them or that they'd like to do uh, we all have have all of those hopes dreams challenges that we're we're you know we're facing and just being kind to yourself and being kind to others is probably the the biggest thing that i've i've always always practiced and and felt like that returns itself to you if you're if you're a kind person to others it it it, it comes back to you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing that I heard that I'm going to take away from this Jen is really push yourself outside your comfort zone. I heard you say that quite a bit and just be willing and able to do that cuz that's what puts you there. You know, all those all those tips and you know that's the one I really took away. So thanks a bunch for that. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to end with, uh, this quote. I know it's a fave of, of Jen's here, um, by Brene Brown. It says you either walk inside your story and own it or stand outside your story and hustle for your worthiness. And that's really been, you know, what you've done throughout your life and your career personally and professionally. I hope we have you back on the show, Jen. Lo- would love to hear more about what you're doing and really get, get the word out, because you you, you all provide such a great service to the community. I think it's just going to get bigger from here. Uh, But thanks again. That's all for today, folks. Uh, Thanks for watching. Make sure you leave a comment um, down in the comment section below. Leave the video a like. We'd also appreciate it if you hit that little subscribe button as well as the bell icon so you get notified when we post next. If you'd like more information, you can always visit us at centerforvictory.com. And last but not least, remember, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make this your best day yet. See you soon.